SEJ Summit 2016 is coming to Santa Monica, Chicago, and New York City. With a focus on actionable marketing for SEOs by SEOs, SEJ Summit is a can't miss event. Get $50 off your ticket now by using the code SEJNerd. Learn more at searchenginejournal.com slash SEJ Summit 2016. We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my mom? Digital pimp hard at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi, everyone. This is Kelsey Jones, executive editor at Search Engine Journal, and I'm joined here today by with Cynthia Johnson. She's the director of brand development at American Addiction Centers, and she was formerly a partner at Rank Lab. So, Cynthia, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Kelsey. I know we had a chance to, you know, catch up at SEJ Summit Santa Monica, so it was awesome to see you, and I look forward to talking about, you know, social media for different locations today. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, that was a great event, and I'm glad we got to catch up and make this happen. Yeah, I agree. Super great weather while we were there, too. If only all of our conferences were in New York or in California by the beach. <laughs> Yeah, and our office is here, so it's a great place to to work and live. You have to come out more. <laughs> I know, I know. Agreed. So anyway, like I said, we wanted to talk about social media for different locations, which is something that you do with your current position. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about, you know, you have several different facilities there. Why was it important to create you know, different social media strategies for each location. Yeah, so uh, basically what what we did, and the company, American Edition Center, uh, acquired our company, Rank Lab, in July, and they've actually doubled in size since the acquisition then. Wow. And what, yeah, uh, and so, you know, we have going on 18 facilities uh, across the United States, uh, and that's and some of the brands, the local brands, have you know several locations within one area, uh, and then we also have a, a you know the national brand, American Addiction Center. So something that was really um, important was to make sure that we had a, a brand presence because you know it is um, a behavioral healthcare company. So something we offer is aftercare alumni groups meetings, um, and we really need to build that that community. Um, aside from that, we also want to make sure that we're claiming all of the local pages, whether it's Facebook, Google+, Plus, Yelp, and so on. Uh, and so we really had to sit down and think about what our strategy was for maintaining uh, these the presence online and in social, uh, you know, because it also impacts local SEO and, and the website. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we started, we structured the, the team by region uh, and we use tools. Um, we're using actually a co-schedule, which is a calendar um, app that, you know, basically helps manage all the social pages and, We'll have a social um, PR person, an alumni coordinator, uh, alumni coordinator, someone that manages anyone who's been through treatment and hosts those events and whatnot. Uh, and we'll give them access 
to the calendar um, along with a certain account manager out of the LA office who's more of the strategist. Uh, and what we'll do then is we'll look at the calendar of events and, you know, um, basically make sure that everything gets approved by the corporate office, but all of the content and um, events and images and so on are being um, given to us through this, this calendar system for posting by the people at the local level. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've heard a lot of good things about CoSchedule, um, that it's really easy to use. And there's even a tool in there, I think, where you can test headlines, right, for posts? Right, exactly. Um, and you can integrate, you know, uh, we don't um, because the websites are managed through, um, you know, our content search team. So we, you can um, connect WordPress and publish content directly from CoSchedule to WordPress. And you, you can also pre-schedule posts um, for content that has not yet been published. So you can really get ahead of the curve for getting your content out there. Uh, and also, it's really great for task management because we can have alumni coordinators and um, people at the local level submitting content and it won't go anywhere until it's approved. Um, and it's a simple, like, quick, yes, approved, this can go out um, versus, you know, uh, them sending it to us for approval and then uploading and it just gets a little too messy. So it's a one-stop sort of place to get that done. Yeah, I'm sure that makes it easy, um, easier since you're handling several different teams. Has there been any difficulty with, you know, the communication since you have so many different locations? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think it's only, you know, in human nature to have communication issues because we've um, acquired, um, you know, several facilities and also have opened um you know, uh, de novo projects. So, you know, brand new facilities that have come up and it's, you know, we're, we're also emerging teams that already exist and figuring out where people fit. And we're also changing their processes along the way um, to fit, you know, a larger scale, scalable um, company. And so, yeah, they're, they're definitely, and again, when we first started this, we couldn't figure out, okay, we have a content team, and then we have the social team, and then, all right, we're going to have PR people, but, you know, at the local level, we don't necessarily need, a, you know, the PR person. We need someone mm -hmm. who understands the basics. Um, so we, we trial and error of, you know, different, different tools. Um, how do we, you know, manage everyone's time, but also get reporting done, which is uh, co-schedule actually allows you to just export the entire calendar for the month so we can see everything that went out. Um, you know, and then that, that also makes it easier so we can see if anything got, you know, sort of slipped through the cracks or not. Um, but yeah, as far as communication, you know, required hiring, um, training, and of course travel, you know, making sure that these, uh, teams of people that are cross departments and in multiple cities really, um, were communicating on a regular basis. And, um, we do feel that, tools like CoSchedule gave us that freedom because, you know, it's, you can add questions and um, it's almost like the Asana for social media mm -hmm. calendars. It was, it's great. That's cool. You know, that kind of brings me to another question I wanted to ask you. 
Um, does each location follow the same formula and strategy or does it change according to, you know, the size of the city, maybe the, the target demographics, things mm -hmm. like that? So at first we had everyone following the same strategy and that was because most of the posting, everything was coming out of the corporate office. And so we didn't have, we don't have the manpower inside to, to handle that. But now when we have sort of um, these team leads, which are the strategists out of the corporate office managing the local facility, they can work with the people at the facility and say, okay, like this is, these are things that are happening here. These are the things that people here want to see. This is where, um, you know, is there a college nearby? Uh, we use like Snapchat geo filters a lot for different events and we see a, you know, greater success in one area versus another. So we've, you know, as time has gone, moved along, um, we're able to allow these teams to strategize individually while still keeping that brand message. Um, it just it did take, uh, trial and error and, you know, getting to a point where we say, okay, we can, we don't have to like micromanage anyone. Like mm -hmm. they, they, they've got it, um, under control and, and, you know, really trusting the team to understand the basic rules and to know what they're looking for and what they're trying to achieve. Yeah, that makes sense. So when it comes to researching, you know, what would be successful for each area? How did the teams go about that? I mean, do they just look at, you know, I know you mentioned colleges or universities in the area or maybe population data. How do you even begin to, if you were a business owner with several locations, how do you even begin to kind of research what would work best in each area? So um, e each location has its own sort of uh, set of um, call them like, you know, uh, unique value. Uh, there, there may be, it may be the people, the clinicians. Um, we also did large scale, we did interviews with um, all of the business development reps because they're the people that are like out in the ground going to events in the area. And we put regional managers on those teams so they could inform uh, the team of what was happening locally. Uh, and then from there, what we what we did is we looked at the connections of some of the key people. Are they also college professors? Are they um, writing for any publications? Like where where are our internal resources? So we're not going out and trying to just create new ones where they mm -hmm. already exist. And then from that, uh, we would do some like personal brand identities for those key people. So that's very useful. Um, and and that was like the the starting point um, to make sure that we're localizing it. And then we also use uh, a tool called Muvi M U V I, and Muvi has access. Um, they're partners with DataSift, so they have access to Facebook and Twitter's Firehose, so we can um, by region collect data based on topics. So we can say, all right, you know, we really want to focus on. Um, aftercare. So let's look at all the different things, you know, uh, that come along with aftercare. Uh, so we would do by region searches for um, social posts using the word so like addiction recovery. And each region would have a different sort of um, content shared around the different regions. So one area was, you know, talking a lot about 
insomnia or looking, you know, sharing a lot of posts about getting sleep and better health. Some areas it was like highly focused in community or exercise. Um, we found actually that in you know, Texas was really geared towards art. Um, and so these are things that we met, we wouldn't have known um, had we done like a large scale sort of um, overview of what addiction recovery is that, to everyone in the United States versus the different areas. Yeah, that's a really good point to kind of search by location uh, for maybe your key phrases that you want to be known for. Right, exactly. And we're also lucky because we're not doing it. Um, we focus on region versus uh, state or like one city. So um, it broadened it enough to where we could collect enough data. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I know um, on the front end of Twitter, there's a lot of good search parameters that you can search by zip code or by uh, location with different keywords or hashtags. So for somebody who doesn't have a tool or doesn't or just wants to do initial searches for social, um, that's a good place to start as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, you know, also just making sure that you have sort of a shared space. Um, the, there's, I forget it's called, um, we use Slack. So each, the Slack community, so the, the teams, regional teams will have their own Slack community. And people will post content of things going on at the local level in there. And so the team also has a place where they can have conversations about um, the local events. Um, and then we can search for those events in the area. You know, we can use Twitter, of course, um, but setting up just, you know, whatever Google alerts or, um, you know, I think I also think Reddit's a great place to do some yeah, content. I agree. Ideation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and again, based on the people that are on those teams, you see a variation in comfort level and what they like. So some people really love Twitter and some people really love Reddit, but if, you know, you're staying in that area and you're basing it off of certain topics, you're going to see the same content anyway, because it's so, um, it's so focused versus doing Mm -hmm. the national level of someone on Reddit might see something different than Twitter. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So another thing that I wanted to ask you about is, you know, mainly, you know, we've mainly talked about social media strategy, but does your team do anything with local SEO and how does that tie into the social media strategy that you've done? Right. um, Yes. And so the, all of, they all have their own websites as well. So the, like account managers for those teams are in the same office as our uh, content SEO team. So what they'll do is, you know, look at the content orders that are going out and the timelines and base the content that they want to go out in Twitter or um, that they want to use in social around those same concepts. Um, like what are some pages that we're trying to um, promote or, um, you know, whatever that topic is for the day, because it varies based on the site, of course. Uh, and then they'll pull sort of sub-content ideas from there. Uh, they'll also, we'll also do is we'll um, help those key people build out content pieces um, as authors and, you know, try to get it in local news and local press. Um, we also make sure that all of the local pages are 
claimed um, and we have that we have you know we have access to those and that they're being managed at the local level so you know we can make sure our reviews are um, you know staying on the positive end versus the negative um, we also work closely with alumni so we'll reach out you know to through them for you know a negative review did go out or something to make you know to connect with the person and see how we can um, improve that relationship or better that. So I guess there's multiple levels of how those <laughs> things operate together. Um, it gets kind of technical when, when we're talking more um, how it, it integrates with local SEO, but uh, definitely making sure that all of our accounts and all of our assets are linked together appropriately, making sure that our people at the local level are extremely visible and talked about um, and appreciated, making sure that our local, uh, you know, TV segments or, or news stories are being um, shared, talked about, uh, and tagged out in social or the blog or whatever, so that we're getting that added exposure and that that added um, connectivity to the news stations, which I think is very important, especially um, at the local brand level, because they do have the facilities to have their own names and their own existence outside of the, the national. So we have to be hyper uh, aware of the details I think it's the most important part yeah and that brings up an interesting point that I wanted to ask about um, so for you know brands that have a national presence and then they have separate offices most most brands do you know a separate Facebook page or Twitter or whatever for each location and then they have like a master page for the national brand is that mm how you guys have it set up at American Addiction Centers or how do you handle, you know, the strategy separately versus at a brand nationwide level? So um, all of the, all of our facilities are an American Addiction Centers facility. Um, so they're, they're tied together in that way. But each facility, again, offers, um, has its own unique value proposition. So we have, we have a, um, different types of curriculum, um, different types of, of uh, treatment options or, you know, whether that's equine therapy or music therapy or all of, you know, so, and being um, at the local level, you know, some of the facilities are named by the local town's name or whatever it is. So what we, we want to do is keep that um, authenticity of the local area that is supporting the company because I think anytime you move a business into a local area, the the area is supporting the business, or it should be. Um, so we want to make sure that that is intact. As far as how to manage the pages, um, I think that sometimes what brands do is they'll create all these pages, but they don't actually have the people to manage them. Um, right. And so I would always suggest to make sure at the very least that the local pages are claimed and in order so your phone number is correct and on Facebook and on uh, Google Plus, and they're not just pulling old data from, uh, you know, a Foursquare mapping technology or something, um, and that you have you have you're able to access those pages at any time and monitor those reviews. Um, for things like Twitter um, or you know, even Pinterest to an extent, if you don't have the people to really manage the pages. 
don't, I wouldn't create them because they're just going to kind of sit there or create them and don't touch them because if there's too much to do, what happens is people do nothing. And you're going to be better off building a strong, one strong brand than seven mediocre brands. Um, So focus on that national brand first and make sure that if you are going to start marketing and putting content out on behalf of a local uh, facility or location, that you have someone at that local level that can help provide content and really speak to um, that community. Because otherwise, it's you're just wasting resources because no one's going to pay attention. Yeah, I definitely agree. I hate seeing Facebook pages that have been created but haven't been updated, you know, for four years or something like that. Right, right. It just doesn't look good. Yeah, and just claim it, you know, and, like, put information about the facility there. And and that's okay as long as when someone goes into Google Maps and they try to get to your location – they're going to be sent to the right location. <laughs> so things like that you know, are reasons why you absolutely need to make sure you have access to those pages um, and to know what people are saying about you. Yeah, definitely. So to kind of bring it all together and you know wrap it up today, for a business that's looking to build a cohesive strategy for social media for their multiple locations, what would you say you know, are the first steps or the most important things that they need to focus on? Uh, I think that the the first thing above all would be to get the national brand in order um, and to make sure that you know at the facility or the local level everywhere that that brand name exists to start because what will happen is uh, you'll find that there are several Google Plus pages or Facebook pages that Um, were created by Facebook or Google pulling information from different areas. So I've seen where, uh, you know, it'll be um, a doctor's office and it's listed in Facebook or Google Plus as a car, like a car mechanic. And the phone number attached is an old phone number that maybe this car company used uh, as a tracking number but no longer uses, and now that phone number is attached to a Carnival Cruise Line deal. So now people can't find you. They don't know where you are. <laughs> so make sure you know where you are online and what, uh, because it, it is not perfect. The system is not perfect yet. And if you don't tell um, search engines where you are, who you are, and how to get a hold of you, there there's always room for error, and that's just lost business. Yep. Agreed. Good advice. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I, really interesting, you know, look inside a national brand that has several different offices. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And thank you for having me. This is, uh, I really enjoy this podcast. So I'm glad that I you know, got to contribute something to it. Great. Yeah, good. Glad. I'm glad you listened. So Again, this is Kelsey Jones with Search Engine Journal and Cynthia Johnson of American Addiction Centers. Thank you. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.